Passenger Seat Podcast, a podcast designed to fill your passenger seat with chat about classic cars, all recorded from my 1968 Morris Minor Peggy. I'm Becca and today I'm on my way to work, very tired from uh, having gone to the NEC restoration show uh, just yesterday. I'm recording this on the Monday, ready for you guys to listen to on the Thursday. Um, so I'm going to tell you about that in today's podcast. My quirk of classic car ownership for you today is how a lot of us know each other through a lot of online means but haven't had the opportunity to meet up in person uh, for so long. And the NEC Resto Show definitely addressed that for me as there were so many people that I've recently been in contact with online that I finally got to meet up with um, at the Resto Show, so that was great. So I'm going to start off by kind of telling you about our experience there at, at the Resto Show yesterday and then making some comparisons to the experience that we had in November at uh, the big show that happens in November. So we only had tickets to go for the one day. I had some work stuff on on Saturday. So we just kind of went along as public uh, for the Sunday, which was quite nice. Uh, It takes us just over kind of an hour and 45 minutes to get uh, to the NEC in Peggy because um, she's obviously a little bit slower um, than some of the other traffic that could get there. But it was a reasonably pleasant drive yesterday morning, unlike today where it's horrible and foggy. Um, yeah, we had a, a reasonably pleasant drive over, to be honest. Um, got up at, and left at just after seven, and were there kind of nice and in time for opening up on Sunday morning at nine. We went in the hall by the auctions and had a nice kind of walk around the hall there and really started to see kind of some of the differences between this show and the show in November. There was lots of kind of variety in um, the cars that were there in terms of the kind of state that they were in. Um, Lots of kind of in progress restorations that were either being worked on or were there kind of just to represent how far these people had got at this point. There were some really gorgeous cars in that first hall and we had a nice little walk around there but then as we walked into the next hall I spotted some of the cars that I've been kind of watching and seeing on Twitter and Instagram uh, from other people's trips and that's the kind of Carol Nash Barn Fine section. Um, It was really great to see so many cars in this kind of state of how they've been uh, kind of pulled out or or found and and about to start work. And the display there is always really fantastic with kind of all of the the barn find like uh, feel with the the hay and and tyres and things kind of about the place. Um, There's some really interesting cars there. I really liked uh, the ice cream van that actually became um, the kind of 
Best Barn Find Award. They they won that one, so that was really nice. But I also liked um, this really. I'm not sure if it was uh, an estate or a purse, um, but that was also really interesting to see, and I really quite liked that. I found it quite funny that they had got kind of picnic chairs put in the back of it as if it was in any state to go to a show and have the picnic chairs whipped out at the back of it. It was about this sort of time that we wandered over to what was the YouTuber stand where uh, Steph from My Drive Classic, Matt from Furious Driving, Ian from were displaying their cars and their merch and having a chat to people so it was nice to have a good chat to them and at the time Charlotte Bowden was also there um, and that was really <laughs> a good timing really because I've been hoping to catch her because we we'd had obviously the talk about the interview I did for Hegarty with her and we'd had a really nice talk over the call there um, but we hadn't ever met in person so it was nice to kind of chat to her hear about her experiences of the show and getting to the show because she had um, some difficulties getting frisky to the show um, and uh, kind of catch up with her a little bit and also uh, it was nice to talk cameras with her uh, and Matt as well. So had a bit of a chat with those guys then carried on wandering through. displays of, of cars uh, was really great. I loved seeing so many of the kind of in-progress things. Um, we also had a little amble towards some of the um, autumn uh, um, auto jumble. I wasn't really looking for anything in particular but it's always quite nice to go and have a nosy. Some of the displays are quite interesting of the auto jumble and um, it makes for some nice photographs as well. So I'm hoping that when I get my film back from uh, the photos I took there, uh, they came out quite well. But it was uh, quite a, a large auto jumble. I think a little bit bigger it felt than um, in November, perhaps because with the theme being kind of restorations and, and the like, it would ha be handy to have those sorts of items available. We eventually made it into the third hall of vehicles um, and this I think was kind of where the majority of the club stands were so we were able to kind of see some of the displays that a lot of the clubs were putting on um, and there was some really interesting displays of kind of restorations in progress and uh, being worked on or even just a, a bit of tinkering. But it was interesting to talk to a few people on a few stands and say that actually because they hadn't seen so many people uh, for so long at this event, uh, whereas in previous years they'd managed to get quite a lot done on cars, uh, they'd been stopping and talking to people for so much. Uh, one guy was working on his um, frog-eyed sprite and all he'd got planned for the weekend was to change the the bonnet struts and uh, we were talking to him about it must have been about two three o'clock on the th Sunday um, and all he'd managed to do was kind of get the original bonnet struts off and drill some holes and uh, look for his torch that he'd lost so it wasn't overly 
successful in terms of the amount he'd managed to get done. But he'd had some really wonderful conversations with lots of people. And that's certainly something that I'd found as I'd walked around. I'd managed to talk to quite a few different stands and uh, ask them kind of what they were up to. Um, and uh, find some kind of common ground to talk to people even if it wasn't uh, a car that I know a lot about or um, I have previously had a lot of interest in. What was quite good to see is that on the Morris Minor Owners Club stand, they had the last saloon that they had kind of done as a restoration project um, during the lockdowns and things, and it was it had previously been on display at uh, Mini BMW, but was now kind of being shown uh, at this event, which was quite nice. And it was quite nice to see, it was done quite well, um, and they put it on a, a turntable so you could get a good look at uh, a lot of angles of it. But uh, it was quite difficult to get nice photos of it because they'd got these kind of barricades up around it, um, which meant that you couldn't get very good photos and things. And they were quite close to the car. I think if they'd been a little bit further out, you could have got some nice photos um, uh, of the car as a whole, as well as kind of some of the individual details and things. It was in this hall that I managed to get some photos and meet Charlotte's Frisky for the first time. I also got to see uh, Pubnut's Fox Anne, which was um, in this hall with the Reliant Owners Stand, and um, also Quentin, uh, the convertible, which uh, is used to be free of his drivings, but he obviously swapped that for the Freelander. Um, so good to see kind of some cars that I'd, I've seen and heard about online but not managed to get in, uh, to see in person and obviously the same goes for kind of seeing uh, Betty and the Crown Vic um, on the, the YouTuber stand. Another car that I was really excited to find out uh, was actually going to be there um, is Neven Jake's flag jumper um, Dart, their kind of drag racing car. It was, uh, it's a car that's absolutely wonderfully done, uh, a real credit to them both, and it was so nice to see it in person. Again, seeing so many photos of it over on Neve's Instagram, but I hadn't kind of seen it in person ever, and you, you notice all these sorts of little details uh, that you can't get across in a photo. Uh, the kind of quality of the, the sign painting um, on, on the side of the car, um, and also the little pizza slice uh, that Neve explained to me on the wheels that was something that was done on the wheels of uh, cars for a very short period of time in the 60s. And um, they found photos of and decided to try and replicate on their car. So it was really interesting to see that kind of thing being displayed. Um, and there were some other really interesting cars on their stand as well. Now we 
did manage to kind of walk around and see quite a lot of what we wanted to see um, by uh, maybe, well, it must have been about three o'clock actually, um, because we started to wander and look at the, the sporting bear stand and looking at all the people that were going out for rides in the, in the cars. Um, so we wandered towards the stand-up part of it and started looking at the kind of cars that were available and, and the prices and the times um, and somewhat spontaneously decided that we were both, me and Jamie, going to go out in a car of our choice um, just because we got the time because we wanted to kind of stay to the end and hear the beeps um, so we thought well this would be a good way to use some of our time so Jamie was really cool and selected the Lotus Europa that was there um, and had an absolutely fantastic trip out in that. Uh, he really likes the look of a lot of the Lotuses but we'd never seen one that looked like that so it was quite interesting. And being as low as it was, it was the only car that they were using that day that could go under the barriers so that was quite cool. I've developed a real soft spot for Fiat 500s. So when I saw, tucked away in the corner, this gorgeous little Fiat 500 Arvath um, from about the same sort of time as Peggy, I thought it would be quite an interesting comparison, especially as it was wrong-hand driver. So I would be sat in the same position as in that as I would be in Peggy. We had a really lovely drive out and I managed to get a little bit of kind of footage from my position uh, in the car but the the guy that was driving was really nice really chatty we had some really good conversations and I think Jamie had the same experience it was well worth I think mine was 20 and Jamie was 25 it was well worth the kind of price of that to have uh, a little bit of a, a drive around some of the roads near the NEC um, and you can tell that the guys that volunteer with the sporting buyers have uh, a fantastic kind of interest and uh, passion about what they're doing because um, my guy with the Arbath was quite concerned that a lot of the roads on the traditional routes that they put on were um, quite fast and dual carriageway like and that wasn't where you kind of got the best feel for the fear so he'd come up with his own routes in the area for you to kind of get uh, a feel of it on windy country roads and through villages and things like that which is where a, a small car like that really feels its best and it was really such a fantastic experience um, it wasn't something that I'd ever thought I would find myself doing but I really enjoyed it and I'm glad that we did it um, we were out, both out for about half an hour, um, you cover about 10 miles on those sorts of trips, um, so it just depends on kind of how fast the roads are and how fast your car goes. So uh, I went out a little bit before Jamie and also then got back a little bit after Jamie just because uh, the, <laughs> the Fiat isn't, even as an our bath, quite as fast as a... Um, as a, a Lotus Europa but it's definitely something that if you've got the time at either of the shows because I know that Sporting Bears are there at both um, it's worth looking into and I think they also do a few other shows as well um, 
I know that they're usually at a local show to me in Kim Bolton in the summer as well so it's it's certainly a nice thing to do and it's also worth thinking about that if you do own a classic um, you can volunteer as, with them as well. decided that we would have a sit down um, and a hot drink. Um, we'd had a few kind of sit downs and, and a bit of food throughout the day but we decided to have a sit down and a bit of a, a, bit of a drink and a chat um, about our experiences on the rides um, and it was really nice that we were kind of hidden away in a little cafe in one of the halls that was getting near to closing up for the day and um, Charlotte and her partner James came along and sat with us as well and we had a nice chat about again the weekend what we'd enjoyed what they'd enjoyed um, and then just some other nice topics that were really nice to just sit and talk to people that again you've had these experiences of kind of seeing each other in passing online um, but actually kind of meet up and have these conversations and um, that led us not far to uh, the kind of end of the end of the day so we wandered back through some of the halls took a few more photos I managed to do the whole of the colour film that I'd taken and I think I've got about nine shots left on the black and white film that I'd taken so really hoping that they turn out all right um, because uh, there were some really gorgeous cars there that I really enjoyed trying to take some photos of and um, headed back kind of towards the, the hall at the beginning uh, to kind of stand around and wait for the, the beeps to start. Um, sounds ridiculous that we'd waited entirely for that, um, but it, it, it was just a really nice way to kind of finish off the weekend and hear everyone enjoying the last few minutes of a show. So I'll insert the chorus of, of beeps here, uninterrupted by my talking, and then I'll go on to kind of thinking about the differences between the two shows.
well worth the trip. Um, but this felt a lot more manageable. I think it's about two or three pools smaller worth of cars. So it's much more se select in that way, much more manageable. Um, and yeah, uh, quite a different experience in that regard. It was also uh, quite different in terms of the cars that are displayed. You do get some cars in the kind of uh, November show that are a little bit work in progress or kind of daily run cars that are uh, a bit loved like um, Peggy. Um, but this was a lot more variety in terms of the kind of practicals and, and show events that were going on um, and seeing even kind of even your regular club stands had uh, cars that were uh, a few weekends work away from being usable um, as the, the Morris Register said to me about one of their cars. Uh, the other noticeable difference for both me and Jamie was that it felt a lot quieter. Um, it wasn't as busy and crammed and quite peopley as uh, the November show. Um, it definitely felt a, a lot quieter, a lot more space to move around. I think the place that it felt kind of the busiest at times was towards the auto jumble. Um, but you could just step back and kind of wait for people to move off. Um, if, you, if you weren't feeling kind of that into being that close to people, regardless of kind of Covid or, or anything, there was a lot more space to move around. Um, it meant that you were able to get quite good photos and things of, of cars because people were a little bit more spatially aware than in the November show. I suspect that I'll end up returning to both, but given the choice if I could only attend one in the future, I think I'd quite like to uh, go to the resto show more so than uh, the November show. I think it was much more uh, of an interesting vibe for me. this year um, you've got an idea of kind of what was going on um, and enjoyed some of the footage if you've been watching on YouTube uh, when the photos all come back from the developers I'll be sure to be sharing them on my Instagram Twitter and Facebook so hop along and find me on there to see some of those and how they turned out and yeah thanks ever so much for listening drive safely and happy motoring